So this one might get me into trouble with the Christian viewers, but just hear me out first, okay? Years ago, Ben Stein came out with this documentary called Expelled. And the premise was that he had learned that uh, scientists who look into intelligent design were being uh, pushed out, you know, that, that it was evolution, you know, evolution only. And if you were anything other than evolution, then you didn't know what you were talking about and you were a quack. And it's really interesting. So he goes in, he, he talks to people about evolution. He talks to them about intelligent design. He tries to get like a good balanced point of view. He does, and, and then he doesn't go to just anybody. Um, he goes to like the high up people in the evolution field. You know, he, he, goes, he goes all the way up to the highest levels. And some of the things that they were talking about was being that, you know, we don't know how life happened. It just at one point it just did, and there's a theory that some, like it got that it was cultivated on the backs of crystals, and then at some point like it wasn't there, and the next point it was there. And um, Ben Stein's face is really great. But then another one that they talked about was Earth seeding, which is aliens coming down to Earth and seeding the the the, the planet uh, for life. And I'm like. Well, obviously, of course, Earth was seeded by aliens. I mean, duh. So yeah, we're gonna talk about how Earth was seeded by aliens. So alien, uh, in the definition of beings coming from outer space, literally means extraterrestrial. And extraterrestrial meaning did not originate on Earth. So something that that comes to Earth or or whatever that did not originate here. God who created the heavens and the earth obviously did not originate from earth. So that would, by definition, make him extraterrestrial. Um, earth seeding. The idea of earth seeding is that intelligent life came from space and came down to earth and put people here and animals here terraforming, basically making the earth livable. Makes sense to me. God came here, he formed the earth, he put plants and animals, and then he put people on it and said multiply and replenish the earth. So there, you know, earth was seeded by aliens. So much of, of science aligns with what we learn in the Bible. The, this idea that, that um, uh, God came to earth and prepared it for, for humanity and he put people here and allowed us to grow and prosper. I, how is that any different from this idea that the, the evolutionists accept that that Earth could have been seeded by aliens? I mean, is it, for whatever reason, it is easier to believe that life just spontaneously happened on the back of crystals, that one moment there was nothing and the next moment, boom, life. That makes more sense to people than that there's an intelligent being out there with a plan who put us here on purpose. I, I just, that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, now the point here is not to prove, obviously, that Earth was seeded by aliens, regardless of the fact that I do in fact believe that that is the definition. You, you know, I, I get that most Christians are not going to be able to look at that view and accept that. That's totally fine. Again, I'm not trying to convince you. My point is that God and science are not incompatible. You know, the, when you look at, at the world, there's so much to it that is so deliberate. It's so perfect that, that you, how can you believe 
that it just happened. Maybe evolution is true. Maybe it is. And, and, but there's nothing in evolution that proves God doesn't exist. You, even if we proved evolution right, because in an all-knowing, omnipotent God would know how everything works. And if evolution is true, he would know how evolution works, and he would be able to guide evolution so that it ended up the way that we have it. If you have a box, and, and this is something that was presented to me when I was a kid, and it really stuck with me. If you have a box, like a pencil case, and you put in um, the the proportionate amount of nuts and washers and bolts, and you sit there and you shake that box, it doesn't matter if you shake it for five minutes or five million years. The odds of every single one of those washers and every single one of those nuts going on to every single one of those bolts in the exact order that they're supposed to go to be able to be what people would recognize as a, as a connection of nuts and bolts and washers, it's never going to happen. It is never going to happen. If you, it doesn't matter how long you wait, an iron deposit is not sporadically going to grow a building. It's not going to happen. It's just not. Here's a thing that, that has never made any sense to me. And it, again, you can't prove a negative. So I cannot prove evolution is wrong just by saying this, if only because I'm just saying this and it's not like I've run experiments or anything. But if evolution is true, if, if evolution is real, then why with the whole idea of survival of the fittest, which I know has been like reneged or something, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not really super up to date on the current evolutionary theories, but this idea that, that life will find a way is why would we go from asexual reproduction, which is guaranteed survival, guaranteed multiplication when you have your cells and you split and it splits you have two of them you they're surviving you're multiplying why would that transition into sexual reproduction I, it's like that's so weird like at some point some amorphous blob changed into something that was an amorphous blob with genitalia and said, d d you know what you know what's a good idea sex sex is a great idea I'm going to become a, a male with the, uh, the hopes that there's another amorphous blob out there who decided to become female and we're going to get together and we're going to repopulate the earth. Like that's just, that, why? That doesn't make any sense. And it's, and it's not like it's just limited to humans either. Most animals reprodu reproduce through sexual reproduction. And you have some that, that are, are a little like if like uh, what is it the banana slugs I think which are hermaphrodites and they can be either or which honestly makes more sense to me evolutionarily why are we not all that way it, it, the the idea of sex not even just gender okay if we're going to get into the whole argument there just the idea of sex as a mode of reproduction to be able to continue on life to be able to continue the species makes no sense in an, in an evolutionary sphere. AI. AI is often described as the next phase in human evolution, but AI had to be created by humanity. And actually, AI is a much better argument for God than it is for evolution in this, in this idea of, of 
evolution disproves God. Well, one thing, you can't prove a negative. It doesn't matter what you prove as positive. You can never prove God doesn't exist because you can't prove a negative. But anyway, AI is described as the next stage in human evolution. But AI wouldn't exist without humanity actively going and designing and, and structuring. And in this, this, you have, we have a lot of science fiction movies that have like AI going rogue, which is another really fantastic parallel to what's happening now, where we go and we create this artificial life and it turns on us and has, is, if that's not a metaphor for for God, I don't know what is, because God came and he created us, and now we're going completely off the rails trying to eradicate him. And we're basically living iRobot right now, okay? It doesn't matter what you believe in regards to religion, whether you believe in the Judeo-Christian God or not, whether you believe in evolution or not. The idea that life just spontaneously happened, is it's ridiculous. It's ludicrous. There's there's no way you can support that. And you know what? I will backtrack. If you can support that, if you can prove that, by all means, I, I will be 100% happy to accept your proof of spontaneous life if you can bring it to me.